This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time the Babysitter's Club well, here we are back again. Uh, excited to talk about another great piece of babysitting content. Uh, babysitting is something that I love. It's something that I've always really enjoyed reading about. Uh, when I was um, pretty young, when I was about eight years old, uh, I moved to the States and my best friend was my cousin and she encouraged me to read all the Babysitter's Club books. Yep. And so babysitting has really been kind of w- when I'm looking for something to read, just like a fun book to pick up to take my mind off stuff, you know, like the end of the world or whatever. Or it feels right. like the end of the world sometimes. Right. Um, I pick up something that's about babysitting usually. Even if it weren't currently the end of the world? Yeah. Uh, or felt like the end of the world? You know, you might just want to distract yourself from the fact that you are a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, th- and my body of, is dying. <laughs> uh, yeah, with a uh, body that's failing on you more it's and on more the every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just sort of on like a little speck of dust in uh, in possibly large inky black void and not only are you a man Mm. but you are responsible for caring for yes a smaller man and he doesn't know yet so confused and so scared he doesn't know yet about how bad it actually is that it's that that's an uncaring universe because i haven't had the heart to tell him yet and i'm kind of trying to shield him from a lot of stuff yeah and that's that and i like to read for that same reason to distract myself from those things yeah Babysitting and the stuff. babysitters club was like the perfect yeah. antidote to that stuff, you know. And yeah. and we finished those, and we just that was season one, obviously. Yeah. And then we did the Mandalorian. That's fun. That's season two. Um, Waterworld, yep. season three. Yeah, great, great Remember fun our one. Season when we even did season five already. Yeah, we did it to, tomorrow, but yesterday we did it tomorrow, yesterday. Yeah, and it'll you'll hear it next week. But we recorded next week's episode yesterday, and don't ask why. Yeah, it's complicated. Uh, and here we are in season four, and it, it's, um, and it's and I did enjoy it. <clears throat> well, yeah, well, well written. Let's say who we are. Video novel. Um, a video novel when it's not a video. We radio say novel. a radio novel, and right. let's say who we are. I am, um, I'm a man, um, and my body is dying. And uh, I am kind of trudging endlessly along the road of life. And um, the only reason I keep going is I don't know how to stop. Right. Yeah. Um, and also, I have a young child that uh, it, that depends on me. Right. And, if and, you died, and yeah, you wouldn't know what happens to him. Yeah. And and uh, and I, despite myself and against my better judgment, I love him fiercely and with every fiber of my being. Yeah. And it's surprising to me that that's what's happened, but it's it is what has happened, and it fills me not with joy but with dread and anxiety and constant fear that something might happen to him, and uh, and that's yeah. who I am. And what are you? What's your name? Well, let me ask you a question ourselves. first. Yeah, mm. if it came to it, could you do it? And no. <laughs> <laughs> and no is the answer to that one yeah and okay. spoilers for the road in this episode probably <laughs> who am i and who are you yeah i'll tell you who yeah. i am well first i'll i'll start by saying that there is no god yes <laughs> and i jack am his prophet yes mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> 
Tanner Green Ring. Yes. <laughs> and my name is Jack. Did I say it? Yeah. I don't know. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter much. No. Um, and uh, this is the Babysitter's Club. 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 And yeah. we talk about, as we've always said, um, iconic instances of babysitting. And this week we're talking about the uh, iconic instance of babysitting that is Cormac McCarthy's The Road. <laughs> Uh, a book that neither of us had ever read before. No, we hadn't uh, read it. And I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was about babysitting. I had seen the film when okay. it came out with Viggo Mortensen. So I knew it wasn't, like, fun. You know, I knew I wasn't, like, in for a raucous good time. Fun's not one of the words that I would use to describe it. Um, You know what doesn't translate to the, the big screen, though, mm. is... The actual good part of this book, which is Cormac McCarthy's very nice writing. The writing, so... Sort of loses a lot of its punch once it's just like a post-apocalyptic thriller. I would argue that there's no point in doing it without the writing. Yeah. (laughs) But I guess we're going to attempt here in podcast form to recreate the experience of the road for listeners. Uh, The writing has this drive to it that is like walking. Isn't it? It just like is it like the way I don't know how he fucking does it, but with the way that he writes, it's just like this relentless plotting forward that just like keeps pushing you against your will towards pushing the end you of the against book. your will towards towards the inevitable. Yeah, it, it's an incredible feat to accomplish just with words. But that's right. he like you are step after step walking along the road thanks to his the like the specific rhythmic style of his prose and it's pretty impressive yeah so let's say what we do i guess we like to describe the book it's a book about babysitting and let's just put this to bed now there's been a lot of controversy about whether you can babysit your own child and some say you can't And you're not allowed to say it, and you shouldn't be allowed to say it, because it's your child. Right. You're raising it, right? But What if, the, what if there's a, a finite amount of time? Because like, yes. the difference between raising a baby and babysitting a baby is babysitting is finite. You know there's an right. end. Right. Babysitting and has a beginning, a middle, and an end. The nameless father character in this book knows there's an end because he's dying right. of tuberculosis or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, they don't say what it is, but it's not good. Look, I think there are going to be some spoilers for the road in this. I'll I'll, I'll do the, 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 like, the soft spoiler. We didn't spoiler. warn them about spoilers for Mandalorian and Water Or World. the Babysitter's Club. Yeah. Let me do the soft spoiler now for folks. And, and Here then, we go. Here and we go. The, Here we go. Okay. Babysit. Well, let me Verb. do this. The road is, it's mostly atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. It's just sad. And it, it, it stays the same amount of sad from the beginning to the end with right. like a, with like a, a peak of sadness at, at, towards the end. Right. But that's what it is. And then there are probably going to be plot detail spoilers, but we'll see. Anyway, now tell me what babysitting is, is and then we'll find out whether a, a daddy can do it. Or a mom. There are a couple definitions, but the yeah. one I want to draw your attention to is to take watchful responsibility for semicolon tend. Okay, that's what that's what this man does in this book. That's what this man does. Yeah, to his son. Yeah, who also doesn't have a name. I told I texted Jack earlier this week and said this, but we've done now done three pieces of media in a row, and they the don't have any seasons. names. 
where the male protagonist does not have a name. Yeah, we have a whole segment that's Meet the Cast, and the cast is just, as far as I could make out, it's the man, it's the boy, Jackie Rudowski, yeah. and then it's mostly killers and cannibals, and then it's some other sad men. Yep. One's called Eli, but it's not his real name. Oh, and uh, Eli. Yeah, and then he's like, he I was like, finally a name, and then at the end, the the man is like, is your name really Eli? And the guy's like, does it fucking matter? <laughs> but no. <laughs> That's what this book is like, man. Yeah. This book owns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I feel like next week, I have this spidey sense that's telling me that next week you're going to describe the the novel. Yeah, well, I did it last week, and I've, I will have done it next, next week. week. Yeah. Um, and so, so you should... You should do it this week. I should say it. I don't think I'm necessarily going to need 80 seconds. I think use the use the room. Well, but know? how spoilery are we going to be? How much are we going to spoil this, this book? This book is 14 years old. If you haven't read it yet, you're not going to. Read it before. it. We I read it in a day. Yeah, it's short. And it's why I'm in a weird mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you this? Like, I, This is true. I am not much given to sentimentality. It's... Mm-hmm. Having been born British, it's either something that is deficient in me, or it's like it's a it's a superpower that I have. But I'm not right. given to sentimentality by any stretch. Yeah. Um, every thirty pages or so of this book, I had to stop reading and go and give my son a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> like, even though it wasn't my turn to babysit or whatever they call it when a dad does it, rearing. Yeah. I, I would, like, go into the other room and find an, a reason to give my son a big hug and then go yeah. back and, and read some more of the book. It's, like, it's so fucking intense. I found when I was feeling too sad, what I would do is just keep reading, and then oftentimes I would feel scared. Yeah, I would be scared a lot. Instead. I would describe reading this book as an ongoing trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like... Yeah, it's 300 pages of... Uh, I would trauma. also add that there are some moments of hope in this book. Like, there's a scene where they, like, find this, like, old prepper's, like, cellar yeah, like that's, bunker. like, full of, like, beans. Yeah. And they're like, we experienced joy for the first time in <laughs> five years. And then, like, I found those moments to be almost more traumatic than the other yeah. moments. Because I was like, it makes it worse that they have <laughs> regained some hope. Well, and he keeps saying that too. Yeah. The man, he's always just like, "No, you can't have hope." Like, yeah. As soon as you start having good dreams, you know yeah. that you're done. All right. Let me describe this book, and I'll just, I'll do my best. And at some point, I'm just going to stop. And then, okay. whether it's 80 seconds or not, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. No, it's meaningless. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Here's what happens. Take as much or as little time as you want. It really doesn't matter. Thank you. Okay. Here goes. Something has gone horribly wrong. Yes. So, so very wrong. In an unexplained wrong. way. In an unexplained way and in the near past, but also it feels like it was probably a long time ago. Like, mm-hmm. I think the boy's maybe eight, and yeah. he feels like he's like somewhere maybe preteen. Yeah. Like Karen Brewer's age. So when the mom was first pregnant, everything was not wrong. But now it is so wrong. I think everything was wrong. Oh, you think? Okay. She's pregnant. Everything was... I don't remember this specific passage that made me think that... Everything was starting to go... Into the apocalypse. Let's say it this way. 
The man remembers a childhood where things were okay. Yeah. Th- so that's that's the t- kind of timeline we're working with, but we don't know what went wrong. All we know is that they scorched the sky. Yep. And that's the Matrix. And that's the Matrix. And so that's actually not it. What we know is that a bunch of people burned. And There's, everything is dying. Everything is dead. Not just people. Yeah. Animals are all dead. Yeah. I think most of the plants are all dead. They have a long conversation about whether there are any crows. And the man is like, I'm fairly certain there are not. <laughs> yeah. We do know that there's crabs. We know that there's crabs. We saw a crab. We, we do know that there's apples. And a dog. And a dog. Yeah. yeah. But mostly uh, what's left is most of the people ash. that are left are cannibal killers. Mm. And they're pretty bad. And there are some of the people who are left who are, like, uh, husks. And that's what the man and the boy are. And the mom uh, uh, couldn't go on. And that the that's that. And yeah. so it's just that, them. That would be me. And they have to go um, to the coast. Uh, and it's They're like, going south. It's a lot like Grapes of Wrath, except the opposite. They're going to the coast to find... Just, like... Not because it's necessarily good there, but because uh, it's really cold where they currently are. Not be- and not because it's necessarily good there, but just because, like, there's nothing else to do. And along the way, they have a lot of babysitting adventures. And that's the story. They have a lot of, of babysitting novel. adventures. Yeah. yeah. They start the, the story with a gun. Yeah. And the gun's got two bullets in it. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. And I'll allow you to speculate. As a reader, why the of this gun has two bullets? Podcast. Not you, the readers of this podcast. Oh, right. Why yes. is two bullets? Why and, did the man with yeah. his son save two bullets? And it's important to have them. And that's something to think about. And that's something to think about. And what else? Let me think. I've got a quiz for you. Okay. Did you do all the plot of the book? And that's the plot. Yeah. Should and we that's save it. the end later of a segment. No, I'm not saving it. At the end, I I just think we can get by without saying it. At the end, okay, it's pretty sad. I'll, I'll talk around it, but yeah. let's just say the man has a pretty bad cough Yeah, throughout the book and wakes up in the middle of the night and coughs up blood. Yeah. And it gets worse and worse until the end of the book when suddenly it's no longer a concern. And then it's not a concern, but yeah. th- there are some other good babysitters. And this is a book about babysitting, and it's not all... Well, I was going to say it's not all totally bleak, but it's fairly bleak. Listen, I thought it would be fun if we did a quiz. Okay. And so you and I love to talk about babysitting, and we love to read babysitters club books, and we love to read books about iconic babysitters. And this book, uh, which is a a story about a road trip from a nondescript place to uh, a a place that has a coastline. uh, Nondescript coastline. Is a lot like a book that you and I have read that is called... BSC in the USA. Oh, right. Let me remember that one. Christie's yeah. going on a tour of baseball. It's fields. a super special, yeah. She, um, they go on a, everyone goes on a road trip. Someone else, Claudia and someone else is going, like, south. Yeah. I think they go to a plantation. Where <laughs> they learn about, like... There's, like, twisters. There's twisters. Oh, right, there is a twister. Yeah, they, yeah. like, visit, like, someone's aunt and uncle. 
Yeah. They do go to a plantation, I remember, and like Jesse's like, plantations yeah. are bad. So it's very similar. They're on the road. And that's what this They're on book the road. is. It's mostly yeah. just going being on the road. And it's like so babies. It's, it's babysitting on the road. So it's two very yeah. similar texts. Yeah. And so the quiz that I prepared for you is a quiz, and it is called Is this quote from The Road? Or from BSC in the USA. Super special. Okay. Ready? I have two very different texts. I'll say that Cormac McCarthy's sort of writing level, reading level, <laughs> um, pretty different from... BSC. If it's different, but there are some, some. I mean, as I've said, it's like broadly the same narrative, right? Broadly the same narrative. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They get on the or road. They McCarthy babysit on the road. Like, yeah. He uses words like uh, sepulcher. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I've done a little bit. I've done a little bit of like changing a few words that would like give away the game to make it okay a fair a fair quiz. Okay. Um. But I've got five questions this time. So. Uh, there's a tiebreaker. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Is this quote from The Road or from BSC in the USA, which is the penultimate super special, I think? It was now like a thick, dark blanket across the sky. Four pointy, twitching funnels were growing downward from it as if four giant gray puppies were sitting above the clouds and their waggly tails were poking through. BS, you just said BSC had tornadoes. This one didn't have any tornadoes. That's right. This is the twister that they see in BSC in the USA. But it's the language is evocative in the way that Cormac McCarthy's yeah, yeah, language. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's this, here's another one. Is this quote from BSC in the USA or from Cormac McCarthy's The Road? There was yet a lingering odor of cows in the barn. And Christy stood there thinking about cows. And she realized they were extinct. Was that true? There could be a cow somewhere being fed and cared for. Fed what? Saved for what? Beyond the open door, the dead grass rasped dryly in the wind. Huh. Such a tricky one. <laughs> it definitely sounds like the road, but you did say Christy, and no one in the road except yeah. for Eli has a name. Yeah. Babysitter's Club. Yeah, this is when uh, Christy realizes that cows are extinct. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. <laughs> Here's another one. After a while, they were starving. The man led them to what else? A health food restaurant. He made them order food they'd never heard of. The boy had succulent sautéed seitan cutlets. Seitan is wheat gluten. It's supposed to taste like steak. It doesn't. I think the main thing they eat in the road is other humans. Right. Not the, not these guys because they're the good guys and they carry the fire within them. But Right, right, right. They eat like peaches. Yeah. Canned peaches from a bunker. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say Babysitter's Club. Um, this is one of the sad scenes from the road where they're starving. Uh, okay. And they have to eat seitan cutlets. They have to eat seitan. I'd rather, hey, I'd rather die. Yeah, so that's wrong. Um, I'll go ahead and go ahead and use one of those two bullets right now. 
<laughs> okay, so you are two for three. I love seitan. Um, I love seitan. It's, it's so my good. Favorite fake meat. It that's a that's a wrong take, but it, it's uh it's fine to say. Okay. Um, Yours is like tofu, right? It's like boring. It's so versatile. Yeah, so is seitan. Well, is seitan tofu is even more texture. Versatile. It's like it's, tofu is well, like you jello. can get you can add texture to tofu if you know how to cook it. So okay, and that's what they learned in the road. Um, okay, oh, I've got two more. Ready? Mm-hmm. Is this from BSC in the USA or the road? Look at me, Stacy said. Margot turned and looked. She looked like she'd been crying. Just tell me. We wouldn't ever eat anybody, would we? No, of course not. Even if we were starving? We're starving now. You said we weren't. I said we weren't dying. I didn't say we weren't starving. But we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. No matter what? No. No matter what. Because we're the good guys? Yes. And we're carrying the fire? And we're carrying the fire. Yes. Okay. Such a tricky one, because yeah. the, the Stacy Margot are definitely characters from BSC. <laughs> But be, I I have changed some names around, so that's not you can't totally rely on that. Oh, okay, okay, that's tricky. <sighs> BSC. Yeah, it's BSC. This is when they don't eat anybody. Yeah, they which don't. does happen in that book. It does happen. They yeah. don't eat anybody, <laughs> and they are good guys. I would say. Yeah, and they're good they do guys. Carry the fire. Yeah, and they can carry the fire. Okay, one last one. Uh, I think you've already won the quiz, but this is the last one. Ready? Thank you. Yep. How do you win a quiz? By getting more answers right than you get wrong. Okay. God, I wish that was the policy in uh, high school. Am I right? My <laughs> <laughs> grades would have been a lot better. <laughs> Ready? Uh, yeah. He walked out into the road and stood. The silence. The salader drying from the earth. The mud-stained shapes of flooded cities burned to the waterline. At a crossroads, a ground set with dolmened stones where the spoken bones of oracles lay moldering. No sound but the wind. What will you say? A living man spoke these lines. He sharpened a quill with his small penknife to scribe these things in slow or lamp-black at some reckonable and entabled moment. He is coming to steal my eyes, to seal my mouth with dirt. Is this from BSC in the USA or Cormac McCarthy's The Road? Both sounds road, like kind of road. road trip movies. That is The Road. Yeah, that one's from Sounds the like road. The Road. Lots yeah. of SAT yeah. words in there. <laughs> that one was from The Road. Yeah, you yeah. killed it with that quiz. You did a really good yeah. job. Well, I did just read <laughs> Good, yeah, like yesterday. A good, it's a pretty fun book. Yeah, fun is again the wrong word. I in I did like to read fun, it. fun in a in a sense. You know, it was fun to uh, confront yeah death so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. It was fun to think about eating other people. I, it was it, yes, fun is the wrong is again the wrong wrong word, right. but interesting and and compelling. 
the t- uh, titillating. Titillating, yes. Yeah. Uh, it, and it's about babysitting, which is what we like. And there is a lot of babysitting. And even if you don't agree that uh, a parent could babysit their own child, uh, th- there are brief moments where other people do try to babysit the boy. Um, uh, yep, a so, bad some guy. Them, somewhat forcefully. A cannibal killer tries yep. to babysit the boy yep. very briefly. Um, yep. And then um, the man shoots him in the head. Yes. Uh there's an old man mm-hmm. who tries to babysit the boy, um, but really it was more like the boy babysitting the old man. Yeah, but they move on from him. Um, oh, there's a man who got uh, electrocuted by lightning and was dying in the middle of the road. Does he try to babysit the boy? I guess it kind of depends on your definition of babysitting, but they kind of have like a interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So um, let me ask you this question. I've got some hit segments that I want to really hit hard uh, on the other side of the break. But okay. f- but first I want to end with something a little fun. Okay. Uh so I've got so I got a fun question for you about this book. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is uh this scene is um this scene happens uh right after they witness the uh the cannibals um doing their dastardly uh, Which one? The um the really horrible ones who are who, who have who have Done a particularly horrific cannibalistic uh, the act, very bad thing that Jamie which your wife has has requested that we not mention uh, or not describe in detail. Because I said it to her, yeah. she hasn't read this book, and yes. I told her that plot point, and she immediately started crying and said, yeah. "Baby Nation's too soft; <laughs> right. you cannot talk about that on the yes. show." Yes, and so we're not talking about it. And so it's right. immediately after the act that we won't talk about, and then uh, they go into a house uh, that seems empty, uh, but it may not be. And the boy is frightened that killers and more cannibals are waiting for them upstairs, uh, but they have to look. Uh, they have to go upstairs, uh, and they have to look because uh, there may be blankets. Because it's and it's so cold. cold. It is so cold. Uh, and then they go and they look, and then this is what they find. And then I have a question about it. They had clothes and blankets and pillows from the upstairs rooms, and they fitted themselves out in new attire. The boy's trousers cut to length with his knife. He made a nesting place in front of the hearth, turning over a tall boy chest to use as a headboard for their bed and to hold the heat. And my question is, is that George? Cut. They cut the... Because it's before you answer, <laughs> it, the he's cut the pants he's to be pants pant length. But is it right. jorts now? Right. Or is it pants? I think if the man was wearing it, it would be jorts. No, but but they're cut pants. Cut pants. Does so the cutting like, make them jorts? That's my question. Well, jorts is a portmanteau. Right. Of jeans, yes, shorts, right? And they are shorter, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think they are jorts. So you think it is jorts? I'm picturing sort of a um, Kevin Smith sort of like big pants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's those pants where it's like maybe a little ankle is showing, and it's technically shorts, <laughs> and they're huge. They're huge. The, the leg, the circumference of the leg yeah. is just enormous. Yeah, and that's what he's wearing. And that's what it is. And that's pretty funny of Cormac McCarthy to put torts in this one. <laughs> uh, it's like he knew we were going to read it. It's like, <laughs> I'll put this one in for Tanner and, and Jack. Yeah. Is Cormac McCarthy dead? He must be. He's fine. No, he's fine. Really? Yeah, he's fine. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. He's like a thousand years old, isn't he? No, he's not. Why do you keep saying this to me? You've said this to me before off mic. He's just a guy. 
I expected this book to be much older because I know he's 87. He's pretty old. Um, I know that some of his first books came out in like the 70s. Yeah, but he's like so a I contemporary thought, like, author. They're 60s even. So yeah. I thought th- when we started reading this book, I was like, oh, it's one of those old books that Cormac yeah. McCarthy made. No, it's, it came out like, in from the, the 70s. early 70s. And then they mentioned bottled water, and I was like, <laughs> I don't think bottled water existed in the 70s. Um, and it didn't. It did. And it t- it was written in 2006. Um okay, good. Now we know that. Um here's what I think we should do is take a quick break and then I've got some really fun segments. Uh, uh I love fun segments and I'm looking forward to having fun cuz I yeah, didn't think I, I was going to tonight. Well, and we have we have been though, haven't we? Uh I'm pretty sad uh from the book. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty hard to pull myself out of that. Yeah, and I gave my, my child an extra big hug tonight before bedtime. Yeah. And I took the day off work tomorrow just to spend time with <laughs> boy. Hug your children extra tight, and we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to have some fu- very fun segments that I have planned for us. Okay. okay. See you soon. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm, what would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to... Do a whole bunch, like, just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is, like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet. So it's, like, stepping in a puddle or, like, sitting on a bench that's wet. That's us. Like, that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i am evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient flexible suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist you can switch at any time no additional charge uh go check it out learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. visit betterhelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash bedfellows see you there well not me but have fun Okay, so I've got a hot segment that I want to pitch to you, Tanner, that I think is going to have a lot of likes on our podcast and that okay. we'll be able to use a lot, um, uh, assuming that we read more. For future seasons? For future seasons, assuming okay. we read more Cormac McCarthy books, and in fact, only if we read more Cormac McCarthy books. Okay. And it's called... Constructive Criticism for Cormac. I think we can probably find a way to incorporate this into a, a lot of our seasons. Yeah. 
I don't know if we have to restrict it to just Cormac McCarthy books. Yeah, okay. That's fine. That's fine. If you can find a way to bring it back, because I'm probably going to have, have painstakingly sought out like great segment music for this. And so I'm, it's going to be a, okay. yeah, a yeah. bummer. I'll to, find a way to, to fit it into every season. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, and so in this one, what I thought is, I like this book. So th- here's my premise. I like this book a lot. The prose is fucking amazing. The story is riveting. The characters are so alive. It made me think about death. Uh, it uh, it made me cry. It made me we- openly weep. Uh, it made me uh, feel the fierce intensity of my love for my son in a way that I maybe hadn't fully grappled with before I read this book. But it's a little bit too sad and a bummer. And okay. so my constructive criticism that I think we can give for him is how the same book, but it's a little bit more upbeat and a little bit less depressing. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, Rewrites. We're a punch up. Just a punch up. I've got, a, I've got one to start just to kick us off. Okay. What about like a, like a Jar Jar like character? Is in the yes. book. <laughs> yes. Well, it's the future, yeah. right? Yeah. It's post-apocalyptic. So, yeah, exactly. Anything's like, possible. There are murder cults. There's a chance that this was uh, nuclear, so there could be like mutants. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they meet and, a mutant. Yeah, they and meet he says, a mutant. Misa. Misa. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Misa's just so hungry. <laughs> Misa eat another mutant. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? I love that. Can I pitch one your yes. way? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Volley back to me. This book is about a man and his boy. Yes. How about this man? Okay. Mm-hmm. Busty broad. <laughs> and it's a bit, a little bit sexy. Little bit sexy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How do we feel about that? Yes. What if it's an anime? Okay. Now let's do Cormac McCarthy's The Road as an anime. Yeah. Okay. That would be good. Yes, and it's a waifu. Waifu. Yes. Yes. Okay. They're like high school students. Let me throw one at you. Okay. Uh, It's SpawnCon. Oh, love SpawnCon. And so it's sponsored by Days In or Walmart. And every time things look really bleak when they're on the road, they they show up at a day's in and they get a good night's rest. And then 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 it looks bleak and they're starving. And then they find a Walmart and they get uh, discount price uh, groceries and everything's okay. And sure, they, but they don't even need to because the continental breakfast at day's in is so good, <laughs> yeah, it's so big, yeah. You'll be full all day. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's great. What about this? They wear okay. a lot of like uh, wrappings on their feet throughout the the book and they're trudging along the road through ash and broken glass and mm-hmm. all this other stuff with just sort of like cotton wrapped around their cotton gauze wrapped yeah. around their feet um wouldn't it be so much better if while they were going down the road they were doing that nike commercial from like 1998 where it was like uh rhythm like drum and bass but it was all like sneaker squeaks and uh, mm. basketballs classic classic yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. that's that's the road is that's end. it it's like a it's nike got an audio wearing component. nikes and yeah. it's like squeak 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 boop, 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 boop. you know that's good 
And that's spawned. Sorry, I should have said that's also spawned. I, I am legally need to say up front that that is this, that was spawn con, yeah. and I'm sorry I didn't. And please yeah. don't sue me, and please don't sue us, Cormac. Yeah. Okay, here's one, and this is more. This isn't spawn con at all. This is just. This is more like just a tweak to what you've already done than okay. it is like adding something. For me? No, no, to what Cormac McCormick. has already done. Yeah, yeah. Um, what if everything and everyone in the book? doesn't die and isn't already dead and instead some of the things and the people in the book uh, are alive and live and and weren't already dead when we found right, them right 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 and they're like that a, seems like it would a, be a pretty fundamental fi- shift and they're like they're like fine <laughs> that would be and a like, pretty fundamental shift yeah. to the book i feel like we're just some most of them or some of them right. and some of yeah, them are I fine one more yeah okay yeah that i think would help a lot and it yeah don't change anything about the book. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful book. book. Haunting. Yeah. Setting. Like, uh, reverent. Yeah. Let's take out the scene that Jamie won't let us talk about. And it's just gone. Just and it's a cut. And you know what? Sometimes you got to kill your darlings. Trim the fat. Yeah. Yeah. And that is kind of what was happening, I think, in the scene that Jamie won't talk bit. about. And we yeah. won't say it. Yeah. Uh, but but what if Cormac and his editor killed their darlings and it took that that part out? That's great. Okay, I've got one one last one. What if the man, instead of being the way that he is, is more of like a Watson type of do- dad and babysitter? That would be fun. And it's Mark Feuerstein, and he's Mark like Feuerstein, Watson. He's kind of cracking jokes. It's Goofy yeah. Mark Feuerstein instead of haunted. Clint Eastwood. I would love to see a cut of the the road or a rewrite of the road, and maybe this is our job to do, where it's Watson and Karen. See that now flame. we're talking. <laughs> and wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> That's nice, but they're fu- but then it, but they're fine. Well, no, it's it's the exact <laughs> same universe. Okay. <laughs> Everything has burned. Yeah. Everyone is dying. <laughs> at one point they're in a forest it's humanity's last gasp at one point they're in a forest and they're like sleeping in the forest and the watson wakes up karen and he's like hey we have to leave the trees are falling <laughs> the trees are because it's snowing so hard there's no explanation it's just that like the trees have started falling because the world is dying yeah it was snowing yeah Actually, that, that did happen in my yard the other day. That's why the trees were falling. The big bamboo fell. And all the trees are dead. Yeah. Yeah. And all the they're trees are like, dead. Yeah. They're like burnt matchsticks. All the trees are dead. All Tree. the trees are dead. <laughs> um, uh, I love that. And I think we can probably find a way to bring... I think the way that's going to manifest yeah. in future seasons is we take plot points... Yeah. Or characters or beats from some of the pieces of media we're going to be covering in the future. Yeah. And see if it, we can retrofit it into Cormac McCarthy's The Road. That seems great. And, and then we can like just try fix it on. It. Like, what would happen if we put yeah. this in Cormac McCarthy's The Road? That's good. And because I love this so much. It was so well written. It was so inspiring. It was so profound. It Honestly, I am not joking when I say it, like, helped to rekindle my love of reading. Um, but. <laughs> It's so sad and dark. And what if very sad if and all dark. of those things, but not so sad and dark. And given that, Tanner, I read this on iBooks, and the craziest fucking thing happened. Okay. 
Got to the end of it, finished it, uh, weeping, a, a, a weeping wreck of a man. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I clicked past the final page on iBooks, and guess who showed up? Tim Cook. Tim is there. Tim was there. And he said, Hello, Jack. Hello, Jack. And that's how he Ooh. talks. And he said, Jackie boy, you thought you were finished with me, but I rely on you to help to create this social network that I think is going to be the Facebook killer. Right. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Which. <laughs> can you, can you, Jack, carry yeah. the flame? Can you carry the flame? Can you carry the fire just like the boy did in this book? And the and into the, the cold dark, which is, you know, the internet. And the final page of this book in iBooks is not just the end of the book, but it says, Rate this book? Question mark. Sure. And I think they want us to write a review for this on iBooks because we're so good at reviewing babysitters content. Well, I guess I gotta like I gotta dust off the old review hat. <laughs> I don't know if I got it in my old bones anymore, you know? Well let's start by saying five stars. Five stars, yeah. Five stars. It's great. And it says it says thanks. And then I'm going to hit write a review. Okay. And how do we do it? Cormac. Should we address him? Well, we got to write a title. It wants us to write a title. Right. Title. Yeah. Um, Um, This is a... Oh. Should we mention that it's a babysitting book? Yeah. I would say maybe like some of the best written babysitting prose. Yeah. These babysitting experts have ever read. These babysitting, some of the best written babysitting prose these babysitting experts have ever read. That's perfect. And that'll kind of set the tone for the review. And also other people who see or, it. Okay. Should we say GCBSF? In the title. The title should be GCBSF colon. GCBSF colon. Yep. And then let's come up with what that acronym stands for. Okay. Um, gory. Gory. Um, cataclysmic, cataclysmic, baby searing. No, we're not allowed to talk about that. Uh, uh, gory, cataclysmic, baleful, uh, boys, boy. Uh, something father. Um, gory, cataclysmic. How about babysitting father at the end? And let's come up with a better thing for gory and cataclysmic. Okay, babysitting father is good at the end. Um, well, we can say good. Good, cataclysmic, babysitting father. There it is. Okay, so that's the title. GCBSF, good, cataclysmic, babysitting father. Uh, and it's five stars and it's great. And so, uh... Dear Cormac. Dear Cormac. Um, wow. Uh, the writing in this is good. Very good writing. Yeah. It's very good. Um, I worry. I worry. Yeah. About you. About you. Uh, yes. Because if this story was inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it must be pretty dark in there. 
Yeah. Great. Yeah. It must be pretty dark in there. Should we say, are you okay? Uh, yeah. How are you? <laughs> I don't want to do, are you okay feels judgmental. No, no, that's like, judgmental. Like, how are you? How are you? <laughs> um, so now we should do, should do a compliment. We love the babysitting. We love the babysitting. Yeah. Um, the babysitting in this novel. It reminded you us of... You know what of... one of my favorite scenes was? Okay, yeah. When the man taught the boy how to shoot a flare gun. Yeah, that was really nice. So maybe we can say that, like... I particularly loved the scene where the man taught the boy to shoot a flare gun. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say that it reminded us of BSC in the USA? I would, yeah. I would say, if can you find like a sort of um like a critic's way of sort of saying that like invoked oh yeah like, um, notes of what about um this novel and the uh uh and spiritual and successor Martin um classic BSC in the USA speak to each other across the void mhm uh, does that work? Yeah, I like that. Uh, both are about road trips. Mm-hmm. Babysitting. Babysitting. I'm, I'm and, feeling an ascending tricola. failed father figures. Failed father figures. Because it really is, isn't it? Yeah, because in Baby's, BSC in the USA, uh, Christie's dad. Christie's narrative. Um, Although, I don't think the... I don't think in... Uh, let's I uh, delete, 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 delete. Okay, okay. The father in Cormac McCarthy's The Road is not failed. Flawed father figures. Flawed is good. Okay. And the, the, the father in Cormac McCarthy's The Road's main flaw is he's dying of tuberculosis. Yes. Yeah. Should we ask him if this is our actual future? Um. Yes. And whether or not there's any way we can prepare for it and whether or not it's inevitable that the heat death of the universe will cause everything we know to die and every light we've ever seen to slowly burn out until all that's left is blackness great okay Cormac quick question is this our actual future Uh by which we mean is the heat death of the universe going, going to, kill. to kill kill everyone we've ever known everyone we've ever known and also the humanity inside us and the humanity inside us yep that's the first thing to go and the humanity and warmth inside us and then what um and and snuff out every light every light we've ever we've ever uh turned our faces to in hope great as the universe succumbs to entropy Mm -hmm. and everything descends into darkness perfect descends into darkness and then finally are those jorts was it jorts was it jorts very good question was it George when they find the pants and cut them? I'm gonna say. Yep. Does that sound good? Yeah. 
and cut them. Uh, Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. And then I'd love to read it back to you. I would love that too. I'm on a subreddit right now. Okay. I know, I know. Don't look at subreddits when you're recording the podcast. But <laughs> yeah, yes. I saw when I was <laughs> yes. looking at Cormac McCarthy's No, I just want, I do want to second that motion, but yes. Mm-hmm. I saw when I was looking at Cormac McCarthy's Wikipedia, which I was on before mm-hmm. while we were recording, that he has a, a book coming up. Oh, okay. Called The Passenger. And I searched Cormac McCarthy, The Passenger, and the top link was to reddit.com slash r slash Cormac McCarthy, and it's Will we ever see the passenger? And everyone seems to think that Cormac McCarthy is 87 and has been talking about this book for a while. And uh-huh. maybe he'll never release it. And also, okay. apparently it has a female protagonist, and uh, Cormac McCarthy struggles with that. <laughs> he sure did in this one. <laughs> Can I- no, he didn't. He didn't struggle with it at all in this one. <laughs> yeah, he didn't literally even wasn't try. a single female <laughs> character. <laughs> Uh, can I read you this yep. review back to you? Okay. Yep. Ready? Yep. Five stars. It's great. GCBSF. Good, cataclysmic, babysitting father. Yeah. Dear Cormac. Well, that it, makes it sound like the father's cataclysmic. Okay. And he's not. What Col- about... Col- choleric? What about good cataclysm? Full stop. Babysitting father! Exclamation point. That's good. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Thanks for the note. Okay. Five stars. It's great. GCBSF. Good cataclysm. Babysitting father. Dear Cormac, wow, the writing in this is very good. I worry about you. Because if this story was inside of you, it must be pretty dark in there. How are you? (laughs) We love the babysitting in this novel. I particularly love the scene where the man taught the boy to shoot a flare gun. This novel and the Anne M. Martin classic BSC in the USA speak to each other across the vo- Oh, I should say scintillating. We love the babysitting in this scintillating novel. Yes, perfect. I particularly love the scene where the man taught the boy to shoot a flare gun. This novel and the Anne M. Martin classic BSC in the USA speak to each other across the void. Both are about road trips, babysitting, and flawed father figures. Cormac, quick question. Is this our actual future? By which we mean, is the heat death of the universe going to kill everyone we've known and the humanity and the warmth inside us and snuff out every light we've ever turned our faces to and hope as the universe succumbs to entropy and everything descends into darkness? Question mark. And finally, was it George when they find the pants and cut them? Yeah. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. P.S. We love this one. We love this one. What do you think? Great. All right. Cut the print. I've, I've submitted that. That's going in there. You're welcome, Tim. Yep. We did it again. How many reviews I got, that book? Because the thing about the Babysitter's Club, what were we doing those for? Specials? The super specials? Yeah. Uh, the thing about those was no one had ever reviewed those. Yeah. This one has but, a- 84 customer reviews. <laughs> can we can we just take a quick gander, see what we got? Yeah. Unreadable, one star. The e-version of this book is not readable. Whoever transcribed this sounded like he was blackout drunk and failed sixth grade English more than once. <laughs> That's got him. Um, Do you well, wanna... you read the e-book version. Was it intolerable? It was, it was fine. Okay. Let's see. Overrated, two stars. Overrated, depressing book. Force myself to keep reading to give it an honest shot. No thanks! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love the book, but same. This one is five stars. Disturbing. 
<laughs> Great reading. Very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. So we're we're fitting in, I think, with these these yeah. fucking clowns who are reviewing this book. <laughs> it takes a special kind of person to to get on iBooks and review Cormac McCarthy's The Road. <laughs> well, we've done it, and you're welcome, Tim. Yeah. You're welcome, Tim. Um, anything else you want to discuss about this book? I mean, I have things to say. It's about. Do you think? Can, here's a question for you. Yeah. It's Jackie, isn't it? It's Jackie. Which one? That's the question. So I've got two options for Jackie. We have to go back, Kate. One is the boy. We have to go back! That's the obvious one. That's the life he's living. He's the boy. He's got this, like, innocence to him. The boy does. He's, like, never known anything else. But he's, uh, he's, like, full of love and kindness. And he reminded me of Jackie. And he's also carrying the fire, which is the only thing that he's taken from the BSC. Right? right, which is the fire at Marianne's house. Right. That's my number one suggestion. And then there's a, a a scene. You read this scene, and it's it's with Eli. How would you know if you were the last man on earth? He said. I don't guess you would know it. You'd just be it. Nobody would know it. It wouldn't make any difference. When you die, it's the same as if everybody else did too. Right. I guess God would know. Is that it? There is no God. No? There is no God, and we are his prophets. His prophets, yeah. And that is something that Jackie Radowski, and that's Eli says that. And that is something that, like, a, a wizened Jackie Radowski after, it's like, a It's something that Jackie Radowski lifetimes. has said in so many words yes. in the Babysitter's Club novels. Yeah. Something sort of oddly comforting about when you die, it's like everyone else dies, too. Yeah. Comforting in the way that this book is comforting, which is not at all. <laughs> Like, it, it, the book somehow manages to convince you over 300 pages that, like, yeah, maybe death is the only co- true <laughs> Death is the ultimate babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we got to that conclusion a lot quicker season four. I was not <laughs> expecting to get there in season four, but. Yeah. Well, in this novel, the sitter does become the sat. Right, because the boy uh, and the sap becomes a sitter because the boy does end up kind of looking after his tubercular father towards the end yeah. of the novel, and it's and that's what that is. But it's not a coming of age book. Not a well, kind of. The kid goes from being like a scared boy to like a competent, like scared boy, s- self assured scared boy. Yeah, <laughs> and don't we all? Yeah, and um, then he meets a nice family at the end, and they teach him about God, and that's my babysitter of the week. <laughs> the nice family yeah <laughs> yeah and i won't say why he they're, meets a nice family they're the only other nice people in the book <laughs> yeah everyone else is everyone else is like ranges from pretty old mean kind of cool i like the old man everyone else ranges from pretty mean to very mean and yeah. the old man is pretty mean because he like old man is pretty mean they like share but... some food with him and then at the end like the the boy shares food with him and the man is like, let's not share our food. And the boy's like, we've got to. And the old man eats the food. And then after they share food, the the man is like, Are you do you have any intention to say thank you? And the old man is like, literally, what would be the point? <laughs> <laughs> I like that old man. I like his energy. They're just like, How'd you survive this long? He's like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm basically dead as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Who cares? 
What's it matter? <sighs> That's good. I like that. Um, all right, cool. Yeah. So it is Jackie Radowski. He's the boy. He's the boy. Yeah, he's the Carrying boy. Carrying the fire. And the man, let's say it, it's both, right? It's two timelines. That, that's something we haven't explored with Jackie, but he could meet himself. There's nothing about the rules that Ann and Martin has set out that he couldn't meet himself on a different like trajectory. He's yeah, the old man true. and he is the boy. Right. Right, like the, old, the version of him that is the boy is the innocent young version of him. It's like his first trip. And mm-hmm. then the version of him that is the old man who says like, there is no God and we are his prophets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is like Jackie Rudowski like an infinity of lifetimes later. Yeah. Um and that's nice. And that's nice that Cormac Corman McMarthy. Right. <laughs> and we see you. Corman. <laughs> Mick Marthy. And I Martin said it. Thin- <laughs> we see you, Anne. <laughs> yeah, we see you. <laughs> Um, um, yeah. So I'm a little distracted. I'm trying to find. I realized that uh, God is not real and we are as prophets was my burn. So now I'm trying to see if I can find. Oh, I didn't like, have a scramble burn. to find another burn. <laughs> and I guess my burn is um, the man who got burned up by that lightning that hit mm. him. That's good. And my burn is uh, whatever the cataclysm is that burned all those people who like Burn burned in the tar and you can only see oh, their yeah. like like their sunken features in the in the tar. And the right. man is like the man is like. I should shield my son from this. And then he's like, what would the point be of that? And then he right. doesn't. And then the son sees it. <laughs> and that's, the but they got it, burned. He's like, you shouldn't see things. And yeah. the son's like, why not? And he's like, well, cause things stay in your memory. And yeah. He's like, you never forget anything. And he's like, no, you forget the things you want to. <laughs> and you remember the things you want to forget. <laughs> It's a fun one. I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, okay. I'd like. To Are think- you sure? I could keep talking about this. Forever. <laughs> um, hug your, hug your children. L- listen, here's the thing about this book that is like, <laughs> I recommend it. Yeah, it's it's actually like no joke. We're making jokes about this because we have to because it's too sad to not make jokes yeah. about it. But very very well written book. Incredibly powerful, and it like. It has at its core like a hope and a love, and it is like the 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 immense like the immense love that exists between this father and his son that is so large and so powerful that it somehow it's all there is. just about transcends the like total bleak darkness of this dying world. Yep, uh, and it's and it, it's it's it made me cry, and I cried from this book, and it's powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't read it if you have kids. <laughs> yeah, really. I like. I love this book, and I I thought many times through reading it. I was like, "Dang, I wish that I read this five years ago." Yeah, no, it would have been different this for me. Would have gone I'd down a lot more smoothly. It's five re- years it's ago. it's really fucked up to read if you have children. <laughs> but it's just like it's an incredible piece of literature. It was like I'm not kidding. Like I've been like. You know, there's been a pandemic, and I lost my job, and, like, I've had a child, and then we didn't have daycare. And so it's been a while since I've, like, read anything substantial. I just, like, read, like, fantasy or whatever. Right. And so, like, the fact that I had to read this book that was, like, so powerful and profound, like, has made me realize that I I like that 
and it's like right. actually nice to be enriched by like gr- what is clearly genuinely great literature. <laughs> Um, and so that I th- thank you to Cormac McCarthy for that. It was fucking. Thank you to Cormac dope. McCarthy. I'm going to read some more of your books because yeah. I like this one so much. Yeah. Um, please do finish this last book that you're writing called The Passenger. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Reddit's pretty uh, like upset yeah. about it. Um, what I would like to say is thank you, Tanner, so much for bearing with me. You're welcome. I would like to thank the Baby Nation for bearing with us. Obviously, we've always said that we read books about babysitting, and that's what we've continued to do, and we've kept our promise. Radio novels and video novels. Um, what are we going to read next week? I wonder, and I know, because we did it yesterday. Okay, and it was Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, and it's Adventures in Babysitting. AKA, um, Madeline Stilwell. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Lyman. <laughs> guy from Rent. Yeah, it's it's a fun uh, movie. More water. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a spiritual sequel to The Road. Yeah, in a lot of ways. <laughs> in a yeah. lot of a lot of ways, because it's another it's another book about babysitting that kind of goes wrong. Trip. It's a road trip movie. It's a road trip movie about a babysitting scenario that goes off the rails. Yeah, uh, because of bad actors. Yeah, they encounter a lot of bad actors along the way. Yeah, it's a. And it's we're not a, saying the actors in the no, film the are actors bad. are the actors great. In the film are great. Yeah, yeah, but the, some of the car thieves and stuff are bad. We don't want to spoil it. You're going to enjoy it. It's fun in the same way that the road is fun. By which I mean, not at all like that. It's different, but it's got babysitting in. Yeah. Um, I would like to say that um, you must subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. We talk about the little sister books, and we sing about the little sister books, and you must subscribe to it. It's the um, best way to support our show and keep us doing what we're doing and keep us alive, and also um, it's good. And you get a whole episode every week for just $5 a month. Patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, join our Facebook group. It's fun in there. Everyone's good and nice. Uh, just find it by searching for Baby Nation on Facebook. Buy our merch, bit.ly slash BSCC merch. One of these days we'll put new merch up there, but in the meantime, uh, just get what we have. It's good. We, there's good stuff. Cormac McCarthy's The Road merch up there. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and please do rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, yep. It's the only way that uh, Tim Cook ever pays attention to us, uh, except when we do his dirty bidding and try to make his social network take off by reviewing right. his books on uh, I, iBooks. Um, all that remains is for me to say that this week we read a novel. It was called The Road. It was called The Road. I'm going to text you right now your your outro. Okay. Um, is it going to be the prophets thing? <laughs> blood to berries. Yeah. This is the way. This is the way. God is not real. And no, I think it's our God is dead. There is no God and we are his prophets. There is no God. Yeah. And we are his yeah, that's prophets. It. And I'm really looking forward to you doing this again next week and us coming up with a Adventures in Babysitting addition to the outro. Well, it won't. Well, wait, because we forgot, no. didn't we? Yeah. But we'll remember next time. Yeah. I have been this week Jack Alexander Shepard. Uh, my name is Tanner Greenring. What do I read? I read all of it and then say the Babysitter's Club stuff? I think this comes after the Babysitter's Club okay. stuff. Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom. Drown all your dolls. Call your senator and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let Daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. Take your dream horse through that maze. This is the way. Berries to blood. There is no God. And we are his prophets. Claudia is wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been. Beautiful. 
Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Hey. Don't care. Great. All right. I need you to, I need you to turn that damn frown upside down. Hard. It's You're a hard... So- that's hard to do when we just read this dang book. <laughs> okay. Ready? Let's count. One. One. No, two, I start. Three. Four. No, that's five, not helpful. One. Two. Three. That was a HeadGum Podcast.